You're listening to episode 186 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we are talking about one of the most common questions I get, also one of the most simplest questions I get. Um, so I figured I would make a podcast episode about it. It is whether or not to keep your Instagram account as a personal account, whether to split a personal account into a business account, whether you're starting with just the business account or you're starting with just the personal account. What the heck is best? What are some things you should consider? That is what we are getting into into today's episode. So without further ado, let's dive in. You are undoubtedly here for the business side of things. If you are listening to this episode, if you use an Instagram for your business or your brand or you want to, then you should probably check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can click the link in the show notes or go to anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. It's free. Join anytime. Watch it. You will get the best deal on Fitzbro Foundations as well as the best bonuses for Fitzbro Foundations. And there is also a bonus when and if you actually take the workshop and join Fitzbro for an incredible deal on Instagram 101, which is my Instagram course. So check that out. Again, if you are listening to today's episode, it probably applies to you. While you are over on the site, if you are a trainee, if you're a trainer, if you're a coach, entrepreneur, check out anniemiller.co slash resources. And that is really just where you can find anything free that I have created to hopefully make your life easier. I could probably answer this question in one or two sentences, so I assume that this will be a shorter episode, but also I get this question so often that I wanted to record something that I can send people to over and over again that lives forever, because this is one of the most common questions that I get specifically in regards to Instagram. Oftentimes people have a personal account to begin with, and then they transition into wanting to build a brand or a business. And it's only normal to wonder if you should start a separate account or if you should keep your personal account as you transition into that business. It can also go the other way. So maybe you've built a brand or business, but you have a personal life event. Maybe you have a child. Maybe you just want to start sharing more personal stuff and you're like, should I split these accounts or keep them as one? I can't give you a finite answer, but with most things, it depends. I will say this, more often than not, as a rule of thumb, I lean towards keeping one account. If you really feel that your personal account has absolutely nothing to do with your business and you aren't going to continue growing your personal account, then you can totally start a business account. I see no shame in that. Going all in on the business, letting your personal account kind of do whatever it does, let people know there that if they would like to follow you for whatever it is that your brand and business are going to do, that they can do that on the new account that is certainly one approach that you can take and there is no shame in that. It is a perfectly effective approach. I find that most people created a personal account that is still mostly in line with their brand. So keeping it as one makes sense from an efficiency, time, and energy standpoint. I am for one platform, one profile 
as long as you possibly can. Managing two social media accounts consistently is a massive task. It's double the work, quite frankly. It's hard enough to be consistent with just one and the demands that come with that at this time in, well, at the time of this episode, it'll be 2023, but I'm recording this in 2022. It's hard enough to be consistent with just one profile, which is why I really encourage people to keep it as one as long as you can and make needed adjustments if you need to. When splitting makes sense, is when you are in fact going to post a lot more personal stuff on your personal page than what you would like to post on your brand page. It's more of a boundary thing than an actual content thing. So you saw me do this with meandering Millers during our world travels. I would still post about the world travels on my business page, but I wanted another place where I could really dump all of the travel experiences and more life-based stuff that was not specific to my business and it was taking up valuable real estate on my business's page. So that's an example of when I actually would suggest splitting. You see people oftentimes do this once they start a family or maybe they want to post about their kids a lot more on their personal page. So they create a page specific to that versus sharing all of that on their business page because it's just not necessary. And when they when they look at it, it really doesn't serve their business and the purpose of that page. This is kind of the dichotomy of having a personal brand. The personal part of a personal brand is actually far less than what people think and give credit to in the online space. Building a personal brand does not mean that your entire life needs to be on the internet. It simply means that you are the face of your business and people need to feel that they can connect to you. The barrier for that is actually quite low and boundaries can be very helpful with this process. In Instagram 101 and in Fitzboro Foundations, we call this your social media code of conduct, what does and does not go on your page. So having two separate accounts can definitely be one of those boundaries. And you don't need to link your personal account to your business account if you don't want to. I see people do this all the time, uh, linking, you know, that this is the business page for so-and-so or personal account found here. If you're going to do that, you might as well just leave it on one page. Depending on what it's named, it may still be very easy for people to find. I know this sounds a bit all over the place, but these are all very personal decisions for you to make, which is also why it's difficult and understandable when you are trying to determine whether or not you're going to split your brand page from your personal page. It really needs to sit right with you and your gut no matter what you do. I find that there is commonly resistance with people wanting to share or be vulnerable on the internet. And again, I think there's a misconception with what needs to be shared in order to establish a relatable personal brand. It's much more about you being yourself than it is about sharing pieces of your physical life that you don't see a need to share for the sake of your business. My boundaries have definitely gotten stricter and stricter um, as I have grown. And I don't even have a massive audience. I don't consider my audience huge. So if that is you, please know the power of building a personal brand and that you can't be a robot and do it successfully. So we do have to have you in the mix. We have to have your personality. We don't have to have your kids, their faces and their names out on the internet. That's not the same thing, right? So the power of a personal brand is something that I want to talk about really quick. There are things that make you, you, 
And that is why people will work with you. Absolutely, your business needs to solve a specific problem and clearly communicate what it is that you do and how you help people, who you help, what your approach is, what your philosophy is, all of these things. But if people don't connect to you or have an emotional response of any kind, be it your humor, your joy, something a bit more serious in response to your content and how you show up on social media, something needs to change. We need that human component when we're talking about personal brands and certainly about coaching. People are going to work with you. We're in an interpersonal field, right? Interpersonal relationships are are coaching. So rather than sharing your children online, and I use that example because obviously people are protective of their children, or really anything about your personal life, you can share other general relatable scenarios. You can still relate to people in the drop-off line at school without revealing your children, how many children you have, where they go to school, where you even live. You can still share your morning cup of coffee or routine without showing your entire home. Don't let the excuse of boundaries stop you from connecting to your audience. We still need your personality. We still need your perspective on things in order for people to connect and relate with you, to value what you have to say. If people feel like they don't know the human behind the business at all, again, I will repeat myself, we are not going to build a successful personal brand. So share the hobbies that you like to do, share the experiences that you're having, share the little quirks about yourself, share something that you are working on from a personal standpoint. Like I said in the beginning, that was going to be shorter, a shorter episode. Um, I know that it, it, it maybe veered off for you. There were tangents. I hope you took something from it. I hope something that I said helps you determine what stays either on your personal account versus a business account or that you can make a decision definitively to keep everything on one account. I also do want to say don't let the idea of um, that your audience is going to shrink right? If you do separate business from personal, maybe on your personal, you've built 1600 followers and you're going to put on your business and maybe you're only going to have 300 or 500. That's okay. We would much rather have 500 people who are actually engaged, right? That's going to give us far better metrics than having 1600 people, but none of them actually, or the majority of them don't actually care about your business. We don't want that. So another thing to consider, I have had two one-on-one business clients now create new accounts for their business. And now we have much better numbers to go off of, even though their following is far smaller. The last scenario is if you've built a massive audience on your personal page that has literally nothing to do with your business, then it probably will not behoove you to post about your business on that page because that's likely not why those people started following you in the first place. If it is aligned, then that's amazing. And now you have a huge lead pool to pull from who are already interested in and invested in whatever journey you were on in order to start your business. But I don't think that's the case for most people that I have spoken to in the DMs, via email, and in my courses. So if you found value here, if you find value in this little short episode, please give the show five stars and a written review. Um, It does help the show get in front of people who otherwise would not have found it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. Please give the show five stars and a review. If you are not on my main mailing list, you are missing out 
on exclusive podcast listener discounts to some of my favorite and best courses. So make sure you get on that at anniemiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. Bye.